Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma, the final one of 2023 already. I swear as I get older, time goes by quicker and quicker and quicker. It's insane. Since we are already at the end of 2023, I thought we would end the year with an episode on lessons. What are some of the biggest lessons that I learned this year that I think are valuable for us all to learn and for you to take into 2024 if this is something that you have not learned? and you feel like it's a new lesson you're getting at the very end of this year. It was a good year, but it was a year that a lot happened I just could not have seen coming or put blinders onto and didn't want to see coming. And as much as it was a hard year in many ways, like I said, it was also a really great year and it came with some very important lessons that I'm grateful for. So get your favorite drink, get all cozied up, and if you're doing chores or already you're out and about today, make sure you have headphones on so we're one-on-one for this final conversation of 2023, which is going to be a really freaking good one. Let's dive in, friends. This year, I feel like I really took to heart the meaning of the saying, when things are going well, be thankful and celebrate. When things aren't, be thankful and grow. Because let me tell you, the good and the bad are always going to go hand in hand. No matter how old you get, how much you learn, how much growing you do, good and bad in life are always going to go hand in hand. And you got to be thankful for it all. Because it's true. You're either having really great things happen to you that are worth being grateful for, or they're not, but you're learning really important lessons that you should also be grateful for because they're teaching you something important. When depression and anxiety had me at my absolute worst, I was one of those people who believed everything was happening to me, not for me, and I didn't think that I was deserving of anything good happening. And so I wasn't the most grateful when things were going well. I was always just waiting for that ball to drop and when the next bad thing would happen. Really learning to take hold of this kind of quote and outlook has changed so much how I deal with things when they're good and they're bad. I feel like this year I really learned how to celebrate every tiny small win and really start to fall in love with the process of building dreams, becoming the next version of myself, etc. And I feel like this year I really have made a transition from 
waiting for that ball to drop and being really upset, angry, hurt, etc. when bad things do happen because I'm ending this year able to see things that are really hard or hurt me as the universe, the universe's protection or I'm able to see it as an opportunity and chance to learn and grow. I'm able to see that things are maybe, even if I can't tell why or how in that moment, I can kind of believe more than I ever used to that things are somehow happening for me, not to me. Another lesson I learned this year that is really important and kind of hit me hard was that there is nothing wrong with wearing your heart on your sleeve, but you have to be careful who you wear it on your sleeve for. There are people in this world who are narcissists, opportunists, and are just selfish people. And those kind of people, if you wear your heart on your sleeve all the time, will take grab of it and abuse you in your heart. You deserve to protect your heart. So here's what I've done this year to make it easy for myself. I kind of view wearing my heart on my sleeve as wearing it like a charm bracelet. The charm bracelet, and that charm specifically, represents the heart on my sleeve. If I feel safe and protected, truly cared about, loved and supported by a person, I happily let that bracelet shine. If I'm around a person and they give me any sort of weird, negative, creepy, not good vibes, I keep my heart close to me but I put it in my pocket. So that's not just dangling and people can't just easily grab hold of my heart and take control over me. I don't know if that's a metaphor that will work for others, but it's one that has worked for me and has helped me really, really, really protect my heart, my peace, and myself. And I will repeat this again. There is nothing wrong with wearing your heart on your sleeve. Just make sure you're doing it for the right people so that you are protecting yourself and keeping your heart safe. I struggled for years and years to learn how to do this and to truly understand the concept of wearing your heart in your sleeve, but only for certain people. But I feel like this year with the metaphor that I use, I really grabbed hold of it and have really learned to start protecting my heart. And I'm just hoping that that's a lesson and metaphor that might help you too. Many of you don't know this, it's not something I really talk about, but I saw the end of an almost 20 year friendship this year. We had a miscommunication about a trip we were going on together, and I ended up leaving that trip early. Part of it was because of the way that things had gone with my friend and the miscommunication that I feel shouldn't have been one and was frustrated about, but I also ended up going to Texas in hopes of it being a really great trip and a really great body summit. I ended up just, as soon as I got off that plane, dying of heat, heat exhaustion took over and I just ended up sick for four days straight. So I left the trip early for more than one reason. But before leaving the trip, my friend and I had said that we wanted to talk about this miscommunication we had had during when we both got back home. And it 
was her who actually suggested we waited until coming home to have the talk. So I said, okay, you're coming home after me. When you get back to Ontario, you let me know what daytime you want to talk, what city you want to meet up on, what restaurant you want to go to, and I'll be there. And she just hasn't spoken to me since we were in Texas together back in June. So I presume it means she's over the friendship. And as opposed to being a 32-year-old who wallows in self-pity about this, I figure maybe this is just the time for our friendship to end and it's run its course. I'm not mad about it, but it did really reiterate the reminder to me that actions will always speak louder than words. It's not a new lesson, but it's one that I really had driven deep into my mind this year. And that was one of the specific situations and moments that did that. And if you're someone who is waiting for people to do something or be there for you all because they said they would, I want you to just do something. Not for me, for yourself. Look back on your friendship, your relationship with that person. How many times before right now did they say they would do something and didn't? Or how many times did they say they would do something and did? That will give you an answer to whether this person will show up for you and do what they said, be who they said they would be this time or not. If this is a pattern that you have been dealing with, a family member, friend, etc., then it's probably a pattern that's not going to stop. And their actions speaking louder than words should signal something to you. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Having to walk away from friendships that have been long-lasting, from marriages that you had gotten 20 years into thinking they'd last forever, like, when you get to the point of being in a long-term relationship friendship, and you have to let that go, whether it's because you've decided it's over or the other person has decided it's over, the point is somebody's decided to let it go and you have to let them go. Actions can speak louder than words in the most beautiful ways. But if their actions are speaking louder than words and proving that they're not who they said they would be and they're not doing what they said they would for you, then you need to take that as a sign that that chapter with that person is probably over. And it's probably, even if you can't see it at that moment, for the best. If you are not protecting your own energy, you are protecting or defending someone else's. I learned that this year in a whole new way. I saw Trent Shelton speak live for the second time this year at the Empower Her Live event that Keisha Get Mary, who some of you may still know better as Keisha Fitzgerald, hosted in Denver, Colorado this year. The way Trent speaks on social media is incredible, but let me tell you, if you have the chance to ever see him in person, he will blow you the fuck away. He was sharing a personal story on stage and at the end of it, shared one of Nipsey Hussle's most well-known quotes, which, and I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of, if you're not protecting your own peace, you're protecting theirs. 
he said it with such conviction and so much love in his heart that I don't think there was a dry eye in that audience when he ended his speech. Trent Shelton is honestly one of the most incredible speakers and I learn so much from him. I could not be more grateful that I got to not just learn an incredibly important lesson from him this year, but that I got to learn that lesson in person literally just feet from him. If you are not protecting your own peace, you are protecting other people's. If you needed to hear something like that, I hope it hits you and helps you the way it has for me. And I am going to end off with one of the hardest lessons I learned, but one of the most important. Not a single one of us can escape being mortal. We have a determined amount of days on this planet and we don't get to know what they are. Some people have very strange and kind of creepy intuitions about what their life is going to be like. If you all know Mitch Lucker, he was the front man of Suicide Silence and he always had this gut feeling that he was just going to die young. He just, he like knew it and it's so weird to me because it's such an uncommon thing. So while yes, there's a few people in the world who maybe have this weird creepy intuition even into when they might die, most of us have not one single clue what our number of days are, what the number of years are we're going to get to enjoy this one life we've been given. For that 99% of us, this lesson is very important. And if you need to learn it this year and haven't yet, I hope this helps you. We cannot escape our mortality. So it is important to every second of every day that we feel good enough to, to celebrate the shit out of the life that we're getting to live. We get gifted one freaking life. And there are a lot of times in it that are going to be really hard and scary and traumatic in those moments we can't avoid. But it's because of that that I feel like we should be more celebratory of our lives. It's not a matter of waiting for the ball to drop, patiently waiting for the next big and bad thing to happen. We know that hard, scary moments are going to come, that there's no getting off this roller coaster ride until you're at the end of your life. What I learned this year was just that, that it's not about waiting for the ball to drop and just being grateful for the moments that are good. You have to actually celebrate the moments that are good. Just sitting there quietly grateful is great, but actually celebrating the shit out of the moments you feel good, the experiences that are going better than you could have expected, the opportunities that are coming your way you couldn't have dreamed of, those great, beautiful, happy, healthy moments in between, we should be celebrating and celebrating them hard. 
I don't know if that resonates with any of you where you feel the same way, but that's something I learned. There were so many obstacles this year that I couldn't have seen coming, and there were so many different health issues that I couldn't have foreseen that I kind of learned through those experiences that those moments in between when you feel really good when you're feeling confident when your health is actually okay you gotta celebrate those moments not just sit there quietly grateful like i said which is great but when you're just sitting there quietly grateful part of you is grateful part of you is just waiting anxiously for that other ball to drop stay deep in that gratitude but celebrate the moments that are going well that you feel good that your relationships are at their best etc all the good things that there are to celebrate just celebrate them bigger celebrate the things that go right when they go right life is like i said a roller coaster and we're not going to avoid that it's a mess but when things aren't so messy we got to make the most of those moments I don't know about you, but I just, I really learned a big lesson about celebrating the small wins, the small moments, the little joys that you find in each day. When you learn to celebrate things, life just becomes so much more joyful. And it just makes the hard, shitty parts of life a little bit easier to get through. If I got a little squirrely brand and you're like, what the fuck is that last lesson again? Celebrate the good, happy, healthy moments of your life more i know we're in holiday mode some of us and so maybe you don't have the most to do today but we are in the last week of 2023 so i don't want to take up too much of your time because you have life to go celebrate people to spend time with and things to do to maybe prep for new year's and the start of 2024 so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I did want to share some of the lessons with you that I learned this year in case that you're here at the end of the year feeling like things happened more for you than to you and you're looking for something positive to come out of this year. Whatever happens these next few days as we head to the end of the year and the start of 2024, I hope you are so proud of yourself for doing whatever it took to get to the end of this year and i hope you celebrate all the things that went well right or better than you could have expected this year before i leave you all today i just want to share one final reminder for the year this is going to help every single one of you listening in whether you're ending this year feeling like you're in a good season or you are ending the year feeling really rough it's another quote from nipsey hustle but it's a good one it's such a good one sometimes you have to take two steps back to be able to take 10 forward whatever you did accomplish this year i'm so proud of you Whatever went better than you could have expected, I am so excited. Whatever was really, really hard, scary, traumatic, I'm so sorry for what you had to go through, but I'm also so proud of you for doing what you needed to or doing what you are needing to now to work through that and to take care of yourself. 
I love you all so much. I am so freaking grateful for another year of podcasting with you all. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your support this year. Every share, like, download, every comment that I've gotten on Instagram, every person that I've been able to connect with because of this, I am so deeply thankful for every single one of you. Happy New Year. I hope you have a safe entry into 2024, and I cannot wait to be chatting with you again in just another week. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.